Hey everybody, welcome to episode number four of the Freedom Path Investor Podcast. Brian and I have been really excited for this episode for a while now because in this episode we get to uh, share with you two or three of our mentors in the real estate business, uh, Lucas Walls and Sam Prim. They are rock stars. Brian, what did we talk about today? We talked about a lot. These guys are doing so much in the business. Um, in just under five years, these guys have acquired over 100 doors in their rental portfolio worth over $11 million. Did I write that down? Yeah, $11 million. And uh, you're gonna stay tuned to hear how they pulled off a massive cash out refi that's definitely exploded their net worth. So It really is insane. These guys have accomplished a lot and they're just in their early 30s. It's uh, really inspiring. They've, uh, they're a huge inspiration for what we're doing. And so it's a real honor to sit down with these guys. Absolutely, yeah, we actually model our business kind of after theirs too. It was really the inspiration for what we're doing right now. So everybody, if you're new to this uh, channel, please like, subscribe, and we really value uh, feedback. So please leave a comment down below if you're listening to this on YouTube and let us know what you like what we can do better give us any feedback we would greatly appreciate it. our everybody enjoy Ooh, the enjoy. episode take care statement uh, too bold, but you guys might be the inspiration why we're sitting here today. So wow. Sure. <laughs> is, is, that why, the S-word. is that why Jake's touching my leg, you think? <laughs> <laughs> you, you like me, though. <laughs> first. So, Rudy Swallow, Sam Fred, Mitch Beans, guys. Absolutely. Thanks for having us back here at this awesome uh, office where yeah, we used yes. to be. So, that's they pretty are, cool. These are, are the landlords that we always talk about. Yeah, the mean landlords. They always love that cigars, apparently. Yeah, he hasn't even smoked in the building. I was like, no, you can't smoke inside. Yeah. I'm going to stick to the Bang Energy Drink. Yeah, okay. So, uh, we always like to start off with wins. You guys got anything to celebrate today? I'll go first. Um, got a, a 121st rental under contract, which I feel like Ooh. is freaking awesome. Nice. Um, and uh, Sam's going to talk about the uh, storage unit that we uh, are progressing on with our construction. Yeah, we bought a storage unit that had 66 units on it, and we don't look at the camera, Brian. And we um, <laughs> and we just got our, uh, we're building another 100 yeah. units, and we got the buildings delivered. So we got a so with the concrete pad, but we're doing a little storage facility development, but the buildings are delivered. We got to put them together on top of the concrete after the concrete sport. Yep. Uh, so... 121 doors, storage units. You guys just started last year, right? Yeah. No. <laughs> so, yeah. So let's kind of like talk a little bit about a quick kind of synopsis of your guys in the beginning mm-hmm. and then like up to your, you guys with bachelor's and how that looks and then we go. Perfect. Love it. Yes, we started in 2014. We bought our first rental. We started our LLC in April 2014. Pretty drunk, half buzzed. Half drunk. Lucas is lightweight, so he was drunk. I was just playing. Yeah. Bar yeah. Night, you guys did it. Right? Yeah, it was before a softball game. And, uh, <laughs> we just, you know, won it and it, it worked. Um, but um, 
and then I uh, bought our first rental in September of that year after looking at about 50 houses probably on the MLS is where we were looking. That's all we knew at the time. Exactly. We got a great deal. You know, a house in Maryland Heights, we bought it for like 77 grand. It's worth 160 these days. So um, it's awesome. But uh, my mother-in-law was our agent and she would take us around on the weekends and just uh, look at houses with us and bought that first deal rehabbing the heck out of that house. Sam and I doing a lot of the demo work, a lot of the painting, stuff like that. And um, we're going to sell it on the market, take those profits and dump it into a rental property. That's, that's how we thought we had to put 20% down on every rental you bought. Right, right. So during that rehab, we met one of our mentors and probably one of your guys too, uh, Brian Schroeder. And uh, he taught us about the Burr method and uh, how we could keep that house as a rental. We didn't have to sell it and buy another rental. So uh, after learning all this, during this first deal that you guys did? In the middle of the deal. So you just bought it thinking you're going to flip it or yep, flip it find it. a good deal and just get into real estate. Exactly. Right. Yeah. We were, our plan was, you know, buy a house, flip it, take those profits, buy a rental, and do do that once a year for 10 years. Our goal is 10 houses in 10 years. Yeah. Uh, that's funny. I just said down with a couple of my buddies recently that are wanting to get into this. And that was their same goal, too. Like, you guys are thinking too small. They're like, well, what do you mean? It's going to take us like, a couple of years to buy a house. Yeah. You know, so. What are their buddies' names? Uh, I'll, I'll leave them anonymous right now. Okay. <laughs> so we'll just speak in the camera and tell them they're crazy. Yeah. You're crazy. <laughs> well, but everybody's got goals at the beginning, and 10 houses for us at the beginning seemed like a lot of freaking houses, yeah. you know? So, uh, Every every quarter or so, we kind of readjust our goals depending on where we're at right now. And sometimes we crush them, and sometimes we fall a little short. So we still do still it. Work in your full time day job when you guys just get get started out, right? So yeah, that was very much your academic Yeah, I was a W two engineer, engineering degree, pretty much is you know basic of an engineering job as you can get. Uh, Sam got his marketing degree, was a uh, uh, doing real successful in selling construction equipment. So mm -hmm. uh, we had uh, both sides of the spectrum for sure. Yep. Nice. So what about, what were you doing at this time, Sam? You were working for, um, what, what was your day job again? Engineer. You're an engineer. Yep. You uh, yeah. worked for Caterpillar. Yes, on Caterpillar Construction Equipment. It was doing pretty good. Worked my way up. I uh, was the manager of the Western region for our company, which is pretty good size. I had like 15 sales guys reporting to me all, like 40 to 60, and I was like 26 at the time. It was kind of crazy. Um, it was a good job. I made a lot of money and enjoyed yeah. it and had freedom. Yeah. You were making a six-figure salary at that job, weren't you? Yeah, I was at that time. I was yeah, I was doing like about a quarter million bucks That's a year, crazy. and it was a good job and I enjoyed it. But it it didn't fulfill the entrepreneurial itch, the, the you know that kind of thing. Yeah. Luke and I've always done businesses together. We had a painting company in college. We painted extra houses. What else we have, Sam? Was it college homes paint houses? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a budget painting. You name it, we paint it on a budget. Yep. I love that slogan. Luke never really liked it, but that's okay. <laughs> um, and then we also tried to be bookies in college a little bit. Um, bought a flat screen TV. Bought a flat screen TV so. with the money that our friends gambling money. <laughs> <laughs> we also tried to sell oregano is what I think it was. So we tried a few different things. Yeah, for sure. Well, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, always had a side hustle, and that, uh, and then uh, even that good job at that time, being young, it just didn't itch the entrepreneurial gene. And I just, I was going to be able to retire when I was fifty and have a nice four hundred one k, but then not really be able to hand much down. You know what I mean? It wasn't yeah. generational enough for me. And I'm always all about the generational wealth. I always want to say I want to pay for my kids, 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 um, my kids, my great, no, my great, great, great grandkids' college. That's you know the type of uh, mindset I have of generational wealth. So, real, so you, you guys are both in real estate full perfect time. Like that's no secret to anyone that know you, but yes, everyone else does know you. you. You specifically have a six-figure salary, 
a lot of people are wanting to jump into real estate or leave their W two job and jump into real estate full time, and they, they don't have six figures either. Right? Mm-hmm. So can you talk about like how that was for you, like turn that on and be like, right, I'm going all in on this? Yeah, for sure. So we had a so I always tell people where um, I love some like uh, some of the gurus or people like Grant Cardone, some of those people with their little crazy and us. I feel like a lot of people are like quit your job now, just go do it. You're never going to do it. You know, dive ahead first into a pool whether there's water or not. We didn't do that. We both end goal was to do that, but we wanted to have a stable enough rental portfolio. So we kind of slowly strategically built our portfolio and then our real estate connections to where it made sense. Lucas went first to be a project manager. And then, we, yeah, yeah. and then we got approached uh, by Brian who owns Faster House, who owned Faster House at the time about partnering with him to do it. But it was just kind of a thing where I looked at the numbers and I didn't want to be left behind, honestly, like Lucas doing that, like maybe he eventually would you know, take over and do, I wanted to make sure I was a part of it still. And it was scary, but um, it was, it was well worth it. I, the first year that uh, we were together full-time real estate, we had 63 doors in one year. So it just, wow. you know, I just knew that it would grow our rentals. And, yeah. So that because we were focused on full-time right. um, yeah. as opposed to just doing it on the side, which I think the year before on the side, we still did 25 or 30. So yeah. we did quite a bit, but uh, we were able to really, really focus on, I just kind of saw the end goal of, yeah. you know, the millions in rental sacrifice a little bit in salary at first for, you know, millions of dollars in rentals. Yeah. So 2014, you guys started your business, mm-hmm. started doing your first deal. Yep. Ryan Schroeder teaches you, you guys discovered the permit. Yep. At what point you guys are going full-time now and then you started exploring, like you were saying. So what year was that? 2017. Yeah. Um, was when I took the jump and I have a little bit of uh, different thoughts on this and Sam, I wanted to get out of my day job as fast Correct. as possible. Right. I, where, where he was like, oh, I'm fine. I'm making a quarter million. And I liked it. <laughs> I was, you know, like, yeah, I bet you're fine. But I, I liked it. You didn't like the job. Yeah. So, um, so I was doing everything I can. My, my end goal was to build up enough rental portfolios that I could live, uh, rentals in my portfolio to live off of. So we, we started getting, I started getting really aggressive with that 2016 when I still had my day job. And then 2017 also until the end of 2017, where I found an opportunity to jump in full-time real estate, just not as a solopreneur at first. So you had a job in real estate that helped for your career. Exactly. Awesome. Yep. Real quick, I almost for the first time on this channel, I think for the first time on this channel, actually define what the bird method is. And I want to wait until you was there. He's a big TikTok guy. Yeah, yeah. So I dance a lot. Yeah, you did. So you go ahead and do this with the bird method. Well, on TikTok, I just. So the Burr method is a way to buy real estate, which you guys obviously know. It's a way to buy real estate without having to put 20% down because we do pretty well for ourselves, but we want to add three to five rentals a month and we don't make enough money to put $100,000 uh, each month of disposable income down on rentals. Um, so it's a way to scale and to use other people's money to, to buy real estate. It's incredibly powerful. I tell people who don't know what it is, they almost feel like it's like not a real thing, like it's a Ponzi scheme or something, but it's not. It's a, le- a legit way to buy real estate. So it's the Burr method. So it's just go to the letters and yeah. buy, rehab, rent, refinance, and repeat. So yes. just a quick example, you buy a house with using other people's money. So a private lender, a hard money lender. So you buy a house using somebody else's money, you fix it up using that person's money, then you get it rented to prove to yourself and the bank that you're getting ready to refinance that it is a cash producing asset. It produces cash. It is it is a positive cash flowing thing. It's not going to suck cash away from you. Once you prove that to yourself in the bank, then you take it to a local bank, 
and it's crazy, they will literally write you a check for 80% of your appraised value. They'll hand you a cashier's check with your name or your company's name on for 80% of what it appraises for. And you take that check and you pay back the lender that you lent the money from. I'll put numbers to it and then we'll open a discussion so it kind of makes sense. Um, and then you can repeat it as many times as you want because it's scalable. You can use other people's money as much as you can raise. So quick example, one of our most recent rentals, we bought a house for $90,000 with our private lender, Steve. I'm not gonna tell you his last name or his phone number. Or his phone number. We'll use Steve's money to that buy a house. his first name. It is his first name. <laughs> um, we use Steve's money to buy a house for $90,000. It needed $20,000 in work. So we borrowed $110,000 total from Steve. So we had a house that we bought and fixed up. It was rent ready to either sell or rent. It was market ready. $110,000 of his money in it. We got it rented for 1500 bucks. And then we took it to a local bank and they appraised it for $150,000. So the local bank's like, you got some equity in here. So I'll give you a mortgage on the property. I'll cut you a check for 80% 150, which is 120. So they wrote us a check for $120,000. We paid Steve back as 110 plus five grand in interest. He's a smart man. He made five grand for without lifting a finger in about 85 days. And then we kept the five grand. You can make money in the bird uh, method as well. And now we have a mortgage on the property for $120,000. We have it rented for a $1,500 a month. So the, the mortgage, all the owning expenses get paid through that rent and then um, as well as cash flow. And then you can repeat it as many times as you want. So that's kind of a, a quick and dirty version, yep. which I know Jake likes dirty stuff. So. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, that's, that's just what you're, that, that's just, what, that's just the, the, the hand you're given is just a quick. Yeah. Well, you can explain just about better than anybody I know. So um, that's huge for our audience. So is this method for anybody? Or do you think somebody that's going to stick in their day job, they never have aspirations of being full time in real estate? Should they just stick to saving up their cash, buying the house every other year? It's a great question. Um, you know, I think a lot of people, with a lot of disposable income, you know, want maybe like a, that are never going to go full time in real estate. They just want to invest in real estate. Um, I, I think putting 20% down is just fine. I don't think anything's wrong with that. Uh, you can probably do, you know, keep a, a few deals in your personal name and get higher cash flow because you can put more money down and, and get better terms and everything. But uh, to me, keeping that cash in the business or uh, a stockpile of reserves is more important than using that as a down payment. So you use your cash to grow your business. Exactly. Operate your business. So exactly. Just because we we have the money now to put down on stuff doesn't mean we should right. on every deal. Right. Yeah, I think it makes all the sense in the world to if you can do it right to to just do it. And if you have a full time job and you're never going to go or you're never go full time real estate, I think you can still use the Burr method and just do a few a year, and yeah. you can retire better or retire earlier if you keep your full-time job and do some dabble into real estate. I think some of the things that are make the 20% down or even maybe less than 20% down on track is that you can find a deal for it. Absolutely You're right. You know, you get the, we, the much deal. easier to find deals. We yeah. leverage our, our skills at finding deals at a discount and our, our contractor uh, contacts to be able to, to, to maximize the bird deal. But yeah. there's people out there, their only skills or the things they have to leverage is money. Yeah. So they go on the MLS and in that 20 grand that we create or 20% we create out of nothing, yeah. they they just put money down. Uh, not out of nothing, out of really good. <laughs> right. So yeah, right. Well, you know, like the turnkey model really blew up there for a while. Yeah. And, you know, it was, because it was easy sell. If you are not going to, if you don't want any hand in operating or doing the rehab yeah. or managing the, the, that tenant, well, that's easy. I'll just fork over 20%, I'll right. pay full market value. Anybody can do that, you know, but you have to have a really good turnkey operator that you really trust. Um, so I've seen a lot of good and bad things about that 
pull that, you know? Yeah. And you and have I to have like, disposable income yeah. to do that. Not everybody right. has, you know, right. not everybody's yeah. a doctor or lawyer that had yeah. exactly. so many people aren't there. So right. that's we some, didn't have any money to, well, I didn't have any money for our first deal. We had to do the bird. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's the only way for us to get a rental property or flip it, which is obviously not the best way. So everybody's always, a lot of people I talk to, like, well, I'll start buying rentals when I'm in this position or when this happens for me or when I'm this age or whatever. You can start any anytime, whenever, whatever your income level is, you probably want to have some money in the bank. But what's your best advice for somebody that's maybe starting to think about buying their first rental using the bird method? Like what point should you be at where you dive in? Uh, my best advice is to just do it because it's never going to get any easier than it, it will today. There's only more things that are going to get added to your plate, more, more kids or, uh, uh, more, more job responsibilities or something. It's not going to be easier than it is today. Um, I do think it's probably smart to have say five, five grand in, in a bank or yeah. something like that as reserves. Uh, we, we didn't, we literally started with $100 in our business bank account and grew it up from there. Yeah. So um, you can do it with nothing, but probably a little smarter to have five. Especially if it's a brick house. So Luke's three favorite things in the world are brick houses, beer, but yeah, I would, I always say that every single successful real estate investor, which is everybody at this table, you guys are absolutely crushing it. Every single one without fail has these two things. Every single one that we know real estate investors across the entire country, every single one wishes they started earlier. Yeah. So take that into account if you haven't started yet, every single one. And the second is every single person pays for some type of coaching, masterminding, some type of mentorship, something. Doesn't have to be a ton of money, but getting around somebody and paying for somebody that's been to where you want to go or, or is, is take the journey with you. There's not one super successful real estate investor I know that doesn't say no, they wish they started earlier and that pays some type of money for help. And I'll add on to that. I'll say that not only do they pay for all, they continuously. Oh, yeah. So they don't just do it once and like they just get constantly like we do. We were just talking about it. Yeah. yeah. You guys are still paying for We spend well marketing. We spend 35000 bucks a year for travel yes. to be a part of a national mastermind yeah. just that one. So, yeah. yeah. And you're doing, one. Well, you're doing a little one right. right now as well. Yep. And that's not the brag, but that's like the value you guys yeah. see. In this yeah, for sure. Return on that investment's huge. Yeah, yeah, correct. It's infinite, you know? Um, I kind of want to talk a little bit about the refi part because you have two, op- well, not really two options there, or actually, I'll clarify this. You, there's 30 year notes and yeah. construction notes. So can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah. Refi part? Absolutely. Refi mean. Oh, the refi mean. Get with that right It should be like a movie. The you know, like the Gemini man, like the brief five man. Yeah. yeah, I'm sure so many people would go see that. We movie. got the cameras and all that. Yeah. Let's do it right now. Yeah, yeah. Hit me up, Warner Brothers. They seem good. I guess they're cool. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, never mind. But uh, okay. So yeah. So um, when you buy a property, uh, you can buy it in your personal name or a business. Um, if you buy it in your personal name, um. Uh, you have a lot more options as far as financing on the back end. Is that what you're talking about? The refinancing yeah, yeah. on the back end. So uh, you are limited only 10 in your personal name. Yeah. And, you know, there is some risk associated with owning, owning an investment property in your personal name. So that's why we decided to go with the LLC. But uh, with your personal name, uh, you can get the 30 year fixed. Right. which is amazing because it just skyrockets your cash flow. Yeah, because it's a longer it's a longer amortization and it's a lower interest rate usually because on the construction 
uh, secondary note, you're paying what? Yeah, so we we get you know 25 year yeah. amortization with uh, you know at five percent right, instead right. of like four percent fixed for 30 years. You can get in your personal name. Yeah. We'll talk about that for a minute because like one of the first things I learned when I got real estate coaching was don't hold property in your own personal name. Yeah. So what are some downfalls? Like yeah, you're getting greater return, but what's the risk of that? Well, here's how I would do it. Uh, uh, I, I would do your first 10 in your personal name because we didn't and um, we can't go back now that we own so many properties as an LLC, in an LLC. So you've got to do those first 10 in your personal name first and then go to an LLC. So here, here's what I would do. You buy that house in your personal name, you fix it up in your personal name, you refi it in your personal name. And once that refi is done, you can quick claim it into an LLC. Because you want an LLC to legally protect you, you want a layer of legal protection between your business assets and your personal assets. If, if you own it in your personal name, then they can technically, if something happens, you can they go after your personal assets. But if you have that LLC, it's a legal protection layer between your properties and your house you live in, your cars and shit. Well, one really quick question about this, I don't know if you know the answer, but so since we'll guys, make it up if we don't know. <laughs> yeah. So since you guys are partners and you know, you're allowed 10 in your personal name, would that theoretically mean you guys are allowed 20 as partners or, yeah. or still only 10? No, it'd be we could each have our own. Oh, okay. Yeah, because we buy in our personal name, not in a partnership. Uh, I would just buy it under the same firm. He'd buy it under Timothy Lucas Walls. He'd buy it under that, and then we put it in our LLC. And I, the only thing I don't know is I don't know if your wife. Yeah, I think if you're married, uh, your wife or your husband, mm -hmm. I don't know if you can each do ten. I think if you're married, you can do ten total, but I don't know that for sure. Yeah, yeah. As you can say, well, what if my wife wants to start buying real estate? Yeah. she's got a good W two paycheck. Yep, so she could. That's a great idea. Her name. Yep. We've got the full time you know, self employment. Yep. So, and ideally, it'll only be in your her name for you know four to six months. Yeah. So, yeah. That's during the we have running and rewinding. Yeah. Yeah. The burr, 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 burr. The burr. <laughs> don't worry, honey. We're not doing that tomorrow or anything. So, uh, Do it. <laughs> so you guys have always shared a lot of cool stories about the power. Of real estate using this mess method with combined with private money and hard money. Uh, you guys got any good stories? I know you got a few. Yeah, this year. Yeah, my favorite is just so this kind of just lets you see that you guys know this. I think the power of real estate as something's in my eye, but that's all right. Um, so we've used other people's money to grow run a portfolio that's worth over eleven million dollars at this point, and we didn't use any of our own money, but we also have a. Uh, you can use it. Yeah, shit ton of pretty shit ton of equity in there that we were able to earlier this year during this crazy COVID crisis earlier this year, we refinanced our entire portfolio and pulled out $880,000. Like yeah. we got a check for 880 grand and it's not like we put a bunch of our own money to get that. Like it Can just- you say that again? How many? $880,000. It just shows you the power of it. That in five years, we were able to grow these other people's money to grow a portfolio to this and then we owe this, and then over time, that's what real estate does. The, the value goes up in the property, and the tenant pays the note down, and created a lot of equity that we were able to tap into um, and bring a big check home that really helps us feel secure and have some reserves. And and eight hundred eighty thousand dollars makes you feel secure. <laughs> I was have to write a motion for that. <laughs> well, you know that like I'm more secure. It, it was reserve. a huge way. Yeah, I'll, I'll call it the. Uh, I don't know if this is the right word either, but the climax of our career. Man. Honestly, up to that yeah. point, it was it was amazing. Amazing. We've never taken one dollar out of our business before that moment, and still we dumped a lot of it right back into the business. But yeah, it's yeah, it just it allows for a little more comfort level with having some cash reserves. Yes. So, yeah. so you guys are still relatively uh, young men. 
you just climaxed your career. So what's yeah. next? You guys are buying. We're going to find another climax. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get off the climax. <laughs> this is like a century. Yeah. <laughs> so you guys are uh, doing store unions now we're just talking a little bit about. Mm-hmm. So is that, how did you guys stumble into that? Was that just always on the radar or something you learned at the mastermind like that's the next level? Yeah, yeah, definitely stumbled into it's the right word for sure. So, you know, we want to, um, you know, diversify and create multiple streams of income for sure. Uh, and eventually turn that into as passive as possible. Um, and, and we know real estate. Uh, so we were looking for avenues within real estate to do that. So uh, we got pretty good at single family rentals. We got pretty decent at uh, small apartments. So then um, we, we thought apartments would be, I'm sorry, uh, storage units would be just another great avenue to uh, create another income stream for us. So um, it's, a, it's, a, it's fun. It's cool. It's a totally different animal. Um, we bought this, it's like four acres with 66 existing crappy units on it. We bought it for like 330,000, 350,000 in the, in the day we bought it the day before to praise for 750 grand as is. So just like this, by finding a decent deal, it, it added 400 grand to our net worth. That is a bargain. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then we're, and then we're taking 66 units, which we've already just got them professionally paying. They look great. And then we're adding another hundred um, units to it. So we're going to like do a little development slash yeah. storage. So it's, it's fun. It's something that, I mean, I'm sure we'd like to own a handful at some point. It's a pretty big construction project. We're doing, it's about 300 grand worth of construction. So we'll be all into this thing for like 660. But uh, I think it's going to be worth like 1.5 or something when we're all done. Uh, well, I was going to ask, isn't like most people want to buy that up to six cap? Um, so you guys are like, do you know what that's going to be? Well, my projections, you know, we, we got to fill them. And that's the thing we haven't mastered at all yet. Like filling we storage don't units. Just do shit and yeah. figure it out. <laughs> you know, fill them and just put stuff in. Yeah. <laughs> well, we got first to the storage units, but it's like, you know, it's like two thirds occupied right now. So we're trying to, to, to get our systems in place to be able to market and fill the existing. So when those new ones are constructed, we're able to fill them quickly. I'm curious, what is the occupancy rate to shoot for the storage units? I rate mine at like uh, 12 and a half. Percent? Yeah. Oh, they can see. Rate. Oh, yeah. So, it's it's eight, eight. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. so I would think yeah. you want to. Yeah, I mean, the thing about real estate is, uh, you that cash flow, anything you get, you're gonna need to get at like around ninety percent at minimum occupancy before you start the cash flow. Mm-hmm. If you're getting seventy five, eighty percent occupancy on pretty much any type of real estate, you're probably losing money every month. Yeah. So, to if, if you're efficient enough to be able to go from ninety two. So like 98% occupancy on, on something, that's where you're going to make your cash flow. That's where you're going to make your money. And if the higher you get, just the more money in your pocket because your expenses at a certain point, they are fixed. I know maintenance changes a little bit month to month, but your expenses are fixed. So once you get to that expenses paid, it's all great from there. So, yep. so what are you guys expecting this to do for your yearly cash flow? Is this going to double your guys' cash flow? No, it's, it's not super. It's not a ton of cash flow. I, I, I think it is. Well, okay. It's four grand a month net when this project is done. Net. So, so are you more into this for the equity play or for? It's a, it's more of a cash flow play because yeah. to get four grand net cash flow, uh, we would have to probably buy um, twenty properties at two hundred thousand. Exactly. So twenty properties. What's that going to cost cost you? Like all in cost. What would your all in cost be on twenty properties? One hundred k house. Two million. So we're going to be all into this thing for six hundred sixty k in cash flow for. For four grand a month. And it's, we feel like it's a little diversification play. It's pretty stable, even as the, we're in a recession right now, but even as the markets shift and real estate, whatever that does, people usually still can 
spare 75, 80 bucks a month to store their stuff, you know? So it's pretty, we feel like it's pretty stable. We'll find out. We've never done it before, but yeah. we feel like it's pretty stable. Well, I think, I don't know where that, I know it's in Troy. I don't know yeah. where it is in Troy, but I think we're seeing right now a lot of Western expansion. That's what it was market. I think it's going to hit that, you know, kind of, you know. Yeah. We're, so we're the things, things are moving West and, we saw that and know that, and we have an apartment complex out there now. We have yes. the storage, and then we got a house out there now, too. We're a house out there, so we're kind of trying to stay ahead of the, the growth curve. For sure. I think that's a great point, Jake. And, uh, you know, I think there's a lot of opportunity in, the, in St. Louis' sub-markets, um, and especially over the next 5, 10, whatever years, there's going to be a lot of growth that way. But, um, yeah, and, and, and obviously we feel a little bullish on, on Troy. So a lot of infrastructure is going to, I think, uh, really um, – uh, push that group. Yeah, I learned that in my other job selling Caterpillar construction equipment is infrastructure comes first and then population comes second. If you can get somewhere quicker with more exits and, you know, nicer highways, two, three lanes, whatever, more lanes and more exits and people can, you know, get a little farther from the city, but get there just as quick. People are going to do that. Um, and that's what the highway go leading up to Troy. There's, I think they've added two or three exits in the last few years and the highway's nice. So people are going to. Is it probably what Winston yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's it's coming. Yep. So you guys, you're burning single families, apartment yeah. buildings. Can you burn this storage unit part? Yeah, we're gonna, we're gonna try to pull out uh, several hundred grand of, of cash on this one. Yeah, so burr. So you can you can burr, you can refine it, or you can you can burr out um, anything that produces cash that you can add value to, because obviously you need to create that value and equity. You'd be able to pull it out and pay back who you want the money from. So any type of real estate that produces cash and that you can add equity to and add value to, you should be able to burn if you do your numbers right. Yeah. So that's really the whole key to the burn method. You have to add value. You can't just buy any property right. and then well, maybe slap it in there. Yeah, throw a tenant in it. I'll go to the bank and then you know pull out all this money. Yeah. Right. You have yeah. to show improvement right? for sure. And there's so many different ways you can do it. We like to do it with with no money out of pocket, but you know, you can buy a, a deal at 90% of value and, and burr it out and come to the table with a very small down payment. Rather than back 20%. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's talk about that. Yeah. What would be an example of a deal where you would actually want to do that? I, I would want to do that in a deal, uh, a very high-end property, yeah. like an A-class type property in, in neighborhoods that we feel like have a lot of appreciation potential. Yeah. yeah. So you don't do that in, uh, you know, somewhere that rents for like $800 a month. Right. Yeah. Like a C or something there. No, no. I wouldn't want to do it there. Right. Yep. Good call. Well, what's next for you guys? I mean, so let back it up a little bit. So your guys' day job, you're both co-owners with Brian Schroeder and Faster House. You guys have a coaching program, Faster Freedom. So you guys have been really focused on building out your roles within the company. Yeah. Um, and let's just yeah. talk about what Faster House is and then the different companies. Yeah, within yeah, yeah we talk about where you fit in those companies right now. For, for sure. sure. I'll talk about... Um, you know, you'll talk about the ones you know. I'll talk about the ones I know best. Uh, so you, you, know, so you run the one that I run. Yeah. Because we kind of divided and we're dividing and conquering right now, I would say. For sure. So, yeah, the, the Faster House is, a, you know, an umbrella of real estate companies. And uh, the three that, that logo. Yeah. Show them the logo. Sure. Who designed that logo? Sam designed it. <laughs> who, who designed your guys' logo? That's pretty cool. Uh, yeah. No, it was uh, no, yeah, you can take credit. That's fine. Take credit. He always does that. No, it's good. It's <laughs> pretty sweet, though. It's better than just some VA. So, Faster House is a flipping company, uh, the main thing. And uh, we buy and sell about 180 properties a year. Um, and that is uh, a, an engine 
the fuel for where our rental properties come from and a lot of our other things that Faster House does. So uh, we own a flipping company. Uh, we also own a property management company that manages all of our all of our rental doors. So we got 245 doors under management right now with, with our properties and then Brian and Debbie's properties. So those are the main two companies that I'm heavily involved in and I'm working on building out those teams and just creating strong people and leaders around me. So, um, you know, just kind of take a little bit of stress off of me. Real, real quick tangent, we were actually just having a dinner with Brian last week and he was saying how uh, remarkable it is to be that transformed the leadership role. So in case you hadn't told you, I'm going to tell you. Appreciate it, Jake. <laughs> yeah, look, like Luke, yeah, he's crushing. So when Lucas and I both, I quit my job and he quit his job, we partnered with Brian in the flipping company. We we're both kind of co-managing it together. Brian kind of stepped away and just kind of was around. You know, he helps, but he's not like in the day-to-day. Luke and I were running it. And then we decided to, we wanted to do an education company, kind of like a little bit like you guys are doing. Yep. We kind of do a podcast. We kind of wanted to start to get the name out that what we were doing. Yep. And I was sick and tired of like, people that have done like 10 rentals and write a book and think they're like experts and yeah. people to charge 25 grand for a two day deal that they don't even know anything about and they leave you on your own. So that was part of it. I thought yeah. we'd eventually get into this, but I started to see people doing that. I'm like, well, I feel like we're doing better than that person and there's no reason to wait. So yeah. we, um, we talked to Brian about it. He wanted to partner with us in that as well. So we started Faster Freedom, which is a real estate education company. Um, and it just kind of made sense for our personalities and, and just for our strengths was Lucas to run the flipping company. So Lucas, Everybody rolls up to Lucas. He runs the entire faster house flipping company and is crushing it. And I'm going over to run the education company, trying to grow it, build a brand right now, trying to build a local and national brand, um, faster freedom. And yeah, that's that's pretty much my full time job now is growing a brand and, and doing this on TikTok. Yeah. And, um, and, then, and yeah, then I, I got, love it. And then I got yeah, obviously still attend all the the flipping meetings and give my input. Most of the time it's wanted, sometimes it's not, but I still give it input. And then, um, yeah, just growing the education company, helping other people become financially free through real estate, which you guys are doing yourselves. And you guys are heavily involved in some of our uh, better members that we have in the, in the, in the, Ooh, oh, thanks, man. We're just glad you still keep us around unless for now. Happy. Yeah, exactly. For now. <laughs> well, I mean, one of the things I would is that I, we alluded to earlier that you guys are the impetus for us wanting to get started. Well, not getting started in real estate, obviously, but with the practical. But not only that, you're helping us continuously with the education piece. And you, you Jake, we've done some deals with you. Yeah, got one going live next week. We have one. Ah, uh, I love it. Love it. <laughs> and then we have one. That, <laughs> so we have one on the live over rental that you help us run numbers on and everything like that. So, you, I mean, from buying our first rental, which you shot out, shouted out, said buy it, to, you know, you helping us and everything like that with the awesome hard numbers or Jamie us some deals. Like, guys are great for the resource. Absolutely. It was, it was, I did a ton. I said, buy. Well, you guys, you guys put all your numbers up. You're like, it'll burn, it'll burn out of the cash flow. This won't have to spend any money. What should we do? I'm like, is that a joke or go buy the damn thing? <laughs> Everything <laughs> makes sense. You got the money. You got to go buy it. Uh, which so, is sometimes what you need. So. Yeah. so, just to back it up a little bit there, when I started off saying you guys have inspiration for this. So, eight months ago, you guys spoke at the Fast Route, by the monthly buyers club meeting. Yeah. You gave your presentation on how you started from deal number one to, 121 now mm-hmm. and just how you were able to do that in five short years and jake and i have been sitting here and talking about buying rentals and it just all the light bulbs went off that night and we were like let's do it let's start tomorrow why aren't we doing it yeah so, cool. and you guys got some awesome goals what are like 50 rentals in the next uh like five so years 100, or 100 doors in five years just like you guys. let's go yeah. let's go baby we can do it so, again too <laughs> we're trying to do 50 
bucks a year for the active income to yeah. help us get there. So, yeah. yeah, rehabs and wholesales, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. wholesale. Yeah, yeah. Those things and stuff. So. That's so exciting. Year one, we're doing pretty good. Uh, you know, we're building out our team, and you know, it's just with with if we were doing this all on our own, it would feel overwhelming. But like. We had the chance to be in the business for a couple of years and learn from some people mm-hmm. and being part of the mastermind, uh, the coaching group, which I don't know if you guys talked about enough, the mastermind level of that, you know, faster freedom. Um, that has just really exploded our business, you know. Good. Um, and every every show we do, I just always recommend to people, find your tribe, get to know people in your markets. Um, if it's not getting coaching and just networking, like you guys are always recommending that too. So, mm-hmm. um yeah, I, I was just going to say, I really like what you talked about earlier. Someone who just started doing this business and sells a coaching program. I, I was, we were talking about the beers yesterday, how I'm very like averse to that kind of mentality, that guru yeah. sort of person. Too. And the fact that I would buy into you guys as a program says a lot. I'm really skeptical, skeptical of the entire industry. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I'm seeing that it over time, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so not perfect. They only got a hoodwink <laughs> once. Okay? Yeah, that is point handy here. Yeah, so, I'm say, yeah, you appreciate a good salesman. He pitched the hell out of you. You're like, I'll do it. No, so, what happened was I was sitting there at the time to a pitch. I'm like, gosh. And my wife's like, oh, I'm just like, oh, I can look like a big man if I buy this thing. And then, like, they don't tell you everything that's up front on these things. No. They just constantly one foot in the door, like, half a foot in the door. Any salesman who was in the LC or the table, they're like, yeah, you don't mind all these maintenance fees, do you? And I was like, what? Yeah. Yeah. Tangent. So, a couple of quick uh, lightning round questions to start to uh, wrap this up a little bit. So, what's some of the best advice you guys have received over your career so far? Ooh. You go. That's tough. Um, um, or yeah, we can't. You guys go to collect yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Lightning round. We're just supposed to answer fast. Oh, best advice. Um, you know, oh, gosh. Faster house. Yeah, I mean, everything Faster House related, everything, you know, my mentors have told me, uh, there's so much good advice that we've got. Um, there's so much bad advice that we got. Um, gosh, I don't know. I can't just, take just, I mean, just take action. Take action is the best thing there's. There's no reason, we talked about it a little bit earlier while I was like, just go buy it. There's no reason, in my opinion, not to buy a, a cash producing asset that you have equity in, like just, just to keep going. Like we just keep going and keep going because there's no, there's no reason not to. Um, uh, I guess, I guess develop a core focus and, and stick to that core focus and try not to, to veer from that. And you'll be much more successful if you try to do a whole bunch of things yeah. at one time. I feel like. That was like you each gave like a C, so that was bad. Okay. Next, no, next, no, next slide, you're on. Yeah. All right. All right. Uh, how, how much is your mindset? Tremendously. Um, you know, a lot of our uh, coaching and education that we've received is all based around the mindset. You know, if you get your mindset right, um, uh, this part, the business stuff's easy, honestly. It, it was just weird to say, but if your mindset's right, the business stuff's going to come. We were just having this conversation last night. like, Jen, who uh, we had on last week, it was saying Brian Shorter was telling her a couple of years ago when she was getting started, like, this business isn't too hard, guys. But she's like, well, I'm over here, like, struggling. Mm-hmm. And, well, you're going to go through those growing yeah. pains at the beginning. And, exactly. and if you don't, you're not you're not doing it right. You know, there's there's going to be some trials and tribulations, and you're going to have to persevere through. You're always going to have a wall right through our hurdle and jump over. So, like, your problems. <laughs> <laughs> we got to bust through that ceiling. Yeah. I, I think Where that's all. That? Come that's on the like 22 Jump Street or something. Oh, Channing Tatum does it. 
but the part that has to do with what we're talking about. Break to the ceiling. I think Richard has like really funny sexual humor. It's just like, yeah, all about climaxing, the sunset We can edit this part out, right? No editing. We're raw. Look at us. Are we live right now? No, I didn't think so. All right. Uh, I don't even know what we're talking about. Yeah, we got Jake and I said, and then McCarthy finds out Michelle for sure. Yeah. What have you got next, buddy? Biggest lesson learned so far. Yeah, just the biggest lesson learned is just um, that it, while it's not super hard, like you were saying, that things are going to go wrong no matter what, no matter how, mu- how much help you have, no matter how much you pay to have somebody help you or help guys along the way, things are going to go wrong. And just to not get discouraged and, and surround yourself with like-minded people is the biggest thing. It's it's crazy. You guys will see it, just all the people in our group and network and the fact that you're surrounding yourself with like-minded people and that there's enough for everybody. You know, yeah. we're have that mindset of buns to the max, I feel like, and it, it helps benefits everybody. I'm going to piggyback off of that because I actually asked a question on our Zoom call, our mastermind Zoom call this morning, and that was, hey, Brian, why do you want me to go, go up to the front of the room to our fire club and ask for more private money when you have a hard money lending business? And it's because of that mindset. Mm-hmm. And that's that's super cool and to give that permission to do that. That's, that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, because there like there is enough like the fact that we you guys are doing well on your own, but we're helping you. But we've also have rentals because of you guys. You know, we yeah. like we're all making money together rather than all trying to you know hold our cars tight to our chest yeah. and not help each other. Except so, for our contractors, lay off. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> don't touch Jose. Don't touch Jose. <laughs> that's, uh, that's, that's great. That's great, here, man. Uh, I was plugs. What's that plugs? I was just gonna say, what's the future for you guys? I mean, sitting at that bar, you guys. Started your first LLC? Did you think it was going to be this after five years? Like, no, I didn't. Um, you know, like we said, our goal was ten houses. Yeah. So uh, no, I don't. I don't know. Uh, we always say a hundred million dollars in asset is our goal, but I think we have some work to do on figuring out uh, both why we want to get there and and what that's going to look like exactly. So we put this big ass goal out there and figure out how to get there and, and why we want it. I think it's important to us, but then we'll figure that out. Yeah, we'll figure out because we're we're always trying to grow professionally and personally. We set we still do it every quarter, if not probably about every quarter. We set goals. Lucas has a, a folder that he keeps all of our goals in that we he, every a month or two email me to see where we are in a progressive um, our goals for the short term and long term, and just always keep pushing ourselves. And I feel like it's a good thing to be vulnerable, right? It's a good thing um, and a bad thing. Like, I don't feel like I'm ever satisfied. Like, I'm always going to want more no matter what. If I want 100 million, if and when we get there, I'll probably want 200 million or want to do something else. So that helps push us and drive us. But then, you know, got to be a little bit satisfied with the hell we've done. How so far I'm going to do. But um, I think that's part of, you know, being fulfilled and satisfied is, is you know, the process, the journey that it takes to get there, too. Mm-hmm. So we got to be satisfied now with what we have but also be keep striving to get better um because once you hit that like you said like it's it's nothing it's just an arbitrary number what's next so um there's that i was gonna say one other thing about that is um oh and then next year it's pretty simple a lot easier uh more attainable goal is to get to 150 doors in 2021 yep just keep hitting the next benchmark yep is there an end game? Is there like, well, we have this X amount of single family rentals, we're done. It's an infinite game, brother. There's no no end game. No, I think for a while we thought a hundred single family houses and then you know the storage facilities and apartment complexes, but I don't think we'll stop at hundred, be my guess. You know what it is? It's because someone along the line both people's dream looks like something I'm gonna create a passive income source that's gonna provide me with this lifestyle and I'm just gonna go on the beach. Yeah. You know, like, 
go on vacation with your family and you're just like, oh, yeah, I'm going to go back home. <laughs> After a couple weeks. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'm done. You know, you don't want to do that. So yeah. you want to keep going and you like the process. And that's what it is. And if you want to be successful, you do have to do all those things that you just said. But I, I would add that third. I think these people like the process. Yeah. yeah. So and I think Schroeder is, Brian Schroeder, he's like exemplar mm-hmm. of that. He loves the process. Yeah. You know? And the number is arbitrary with him now. I don't even think he pays attention. So, right. Yeah. He just plays the game. Yeah, he's for, yeah exactly. that's what he calls it, the game. Yeah, just and then being able to feed that competitive drive yeah. that I have, and then I know you guys have. Yeah. So I'm never. That's never going to be filled because that's part of being competitive is always want more. So I don't know what it'll look like when we get to a certain number. I don't know if it'll be a different business. What it'll be, but we've always, um, always going to be feeding that. We talked about opening up like a in the future, like a no go animal shelter and just stuff like that. We'll, yeah, we're awesome. we're going to do fun stuff like that with some when we, you know, start to get to a certain point. Yeah, we give back a little bit now, but I think uh, that is on the, the near horizon for us as well. well I want to talk about giving back a little bit here. We're, I guess we're, we're not really good at lacking questions either. Uh, you know, we're not good at an answer. But you guys, you talk about giving back, people talk about giving back all the time. And you have in your head that that has to be charity. But really, like you guys have 47 employees, correctly, correct? Yeah. Correct? Yep. Okay. You guys have run a really positive business. Yes. And I feel like if I was ever in the need of employment like that, like a W two kind of job, like I, I would feel very fortunate to work in a company. Yeah. Right. Because I feel like that's gonna be bad. Yeah, it is. I mean, it's a huge part of living for a lot of people. Yeah. Not not only living, good living, good living, yeah. very good living. Everybody on our company. Very, very well captured. Just think of all of the lives you guys are affecting. Just yeah. your company and then their extended family, their contractors you're giving work to. Yep. I mean, it's a huge wide umbrella. If you stand back, you're probably like, I, I mean, on a daily basis, you're causing change in over 100 people's lives. Yeah. Probably way more than that, you know? Yeah. Not no, having your tenants, your private, yeah. your housing yep. too. If you have small orders, No, we have pride in ownership. Um, I, we're going to ask all the questions all the time on my tiki-takis. That people are like, you know, yeah, you're an idiot. You're not getting any rent and you're going to go bankrupt. It's like, no, we are still collecting 97, 98% of rent because we respect our tenants. They respect us for the most part. And we provide good housing and we communicate with them. And we're still, everything's still kind of chumming along during something that's never happened before. Um, just has been happening the last six months. And yeah. our portfolio is in a pretty good place that, you know, we had a, August was a record month for us um, in our rental portfolio during freaking COVID. Have been around for your, your 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 rental portfolio is so bulletproof. It's about COVID. Like, yeah, like, about that. <laughs> it, did, yeah. it, it, it did better looking back than you think it would do. Yeah, yeah. and we got a lot to do, work to do with our rental portfolio and just the management and, and the merger and everything. So we're not satisfied by any means with where we're at with our management, but it's 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 better than it was. A long time ago, so, or a short time ago. So that's one of the improvement every day. Things yeah. like being around guys like you more often. Like I always thought, well, we'll get through 100 rentals, and that's going to provide everything I ever need, and then I can go retire and do whatever, and have fun. But like, no, there's really that's just going to create bigger goals. Then yeah, point, you know. But at least you'll have the the opportunity and flexibility to do whatever you right. want at that point. Yeah. So you can go sit on the beach for two, three weeks with sure. your family. And if what you want is to keep growing and, and doing more and getting more rentals or different businesses, you have the, you know, the ability, you're creating that freedom, right? which I know is your, your company name. Mm-hmm. And yeah. So this was like a ripoff unintentionally of your guys. Oh, I'm right? sure it was unintentional. <laughs> so unintentional. It wasn't, I don't know when we did all of us. No, well, after we made the logo. <laughs> so like we, we, we scribbled out a bunch of names and like, we kept coming up with freedom. Freedom was part of it somehow. And then like, all right, that's it. Got the logo ordered and everything. And then we're sitting there thinking, I think you're going to the meetup or something. 
and we're like, freedom path, faster freedom, crap. It's not really, it just has a little freedom. Yeah, no big deal, guys. Well, yeah, whatever. <laughs> we're not, we're not, we'll, uh, we'll be here from our turn. That's what our goal is to create financial freedom. Um, the people that we're helping on a daily basis that we're you know, buying houses from, we're setting them on a path to freedom, uh, you know, usually get away from a burden property yep. or something. So that's how it's stuck. So, um, guys, I'd like to take this opportunity to plug uh, some of your, all your things you got going on. So where can we find out more about uh, everything you guys got going on in the coaching? On the, on the stolen name. Just, it's, so it's faster <laughs> freedom under everything. So um, YouTube is the main thing I push people to. I yeah. literally give away tens of thousands of dollars information for free on that YouTube channel. There's over 90 videos now and we paid for things and we're around people. Like we give it all away for free on the YouTube and that's enough for 95% of people that can learn and actually implement from there. But for the 5% that want more and understand the value of paying, we have a coaching program where we teach uh, a local, which is going to be eventually national coaching program where we, we help, um, you know, do a mastermind type thing. And then we also have a live rental Academy that Lucas Bryan and myself teach every week on helping people um, become financially free, free by owning rental properties without using their own money. So I would just say just, Follow us on our socials under Faster Freedom for sure, YouTube, but TikTok and Instagram are the other two that's under Faster Freedom. Love it. Guys, it's a pleasure. Thanks for doing this. Yep, appreciate fun, it. man. Awesome. I feel like we should all hug or something. Oh, man. Well, when you guys have like tens of thousands of subscribers, we'll do this again. And, yeah. Uh, we'll do, no, I didn't mean it like that. Your, our, all of our business will be so different. It'll be almost yeah. like a brand new conversation. We'll see how all yeah. our business is looking here from now. Exactly. Yeah, we'll have yep. you back off, sure. Absolutely. Yeah. Love yeah. to be on. We'll a new office next time, probably. Hey, hey here. Come on, nah. man. You're not going to give our deal. <laughs> That's uh, true. We will. <laughs> I, I got a peek. <laughs> on that note, we'll end it there. All right. All right. See you guys. Later.